You are listening to The New Woo on Open Minds Radio. My name is Mark. I'm joined by the always perfect Holly. Hi, Holly. Why would <laughs> you say something You're just like so perfect. That. I haven't met a more perfect, perfect person other than you. Do you even know me? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to. If it's the case, I don't want to. Um, you can follow Holly on Instagram at Flora Shakespeare. You can follow me on Instagram at tincan.telephone. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. Follow The New Woo on Instagram at New Woo Podcast. And uh, let's say you wanted to, to uh, create your own podcast, and you really should. Uh, what would be the first thing you would think you would need to do? Oh, me? Yeah. I don't know. You always do that stuff for me. Yeah, see, it's but you, would, you don't even know where to start, right? Here's where you start. No, I don't. You go to Podbean. You create an account. Bam. Who's the perfect one? <laughs> it's so easy. It's so it's easy. It's free. It has free. Yeah, there's a free plan. You can do it. You can have your. You can have a free podcast at Podbean. Uh, what what is like, what is the like good premium price to do something like it's that? It's cheap. Uh, How cheap is cheap? Like. 20 bucks a month for the oh, okay. for the top for the top one. Oh. We don't even use the top one. We're right. in the middle of the road. Um you know what else you can do there? You can live stream with oh. up to four Colin people. You can take Colin guests like live zoom, stream. It's like a Zoom but verbally and then you And then it record it? and it, yeah, it broadcasts like a radio that's station fantastic. and it records it so you can post it like a podcast when you're done. Oh, that sounds so fun. Also, if you wanted to like get even more high tech, I mean that's one way to record. Easy. You can do it all in one place at Podbean. Or you you could and in fact I might start looking into doing that because it might be that, a little bit that better. sounds kind of fun. So then also yeah we're gonna do some live stuff for sure in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, also there's a service called Ringer R I N G R where you can record uh, conversations with anybody anywhere in the world. It will put those into a file for you. Can oh, I ask you yeah, this? Yeah yeah. Does it notify the other person that you've recorded this call? Well, the other person has, has to be volunteer. The other, the other okay, person has okay. to log I'm just in. Making sure it's not some you, you, you kind of like up, secret no. spyware <laughs> no, 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 to no, eavesdrop no, no, no. on your not personal at all, conversations. Not at all. You create a virtual. That's just where my mind goes when I hear that. You create a record. My what? A, 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 you, re, you set up a virtual recording studio. You both meet and you give the, the other person gets an invitation in an email, and they log in and you log in and you hit rec, you hit record when you're ready to record. And it records the conversation, and then at the end, you can either get the raw files if you're if you want to be all fancy schmancy and edit it yourself, or it will. There are they have a service where it will edit it for you. It will do all the, Does the, the settings. Edit it. It sounds. It it's not really an edit. It's just fixing the sound. Gotcha. So it takes out the background noises and stuff like that. It sounds really great. Uh, recorded technology. Uh, I recorded. Uh, we spoke Brothers into Bomb existence. And, uh, this technology. Virtual campfire with it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't it's we? so great. It's so great. So there's no reason why you can't be. Shouldn't be podcasting. You should be podcasting. I ha- wait. I have a request that yeah. I want to put into the ethers. Okay. I want to work on smell o vision. Can someone get on that? I want to <laughs> be able. To, I want to be able to message my friends the smell of my gardenias in the morning. Is that too much to ask for technology? Oh, I can only under. I can only imagine the. Under CD underbelly of smell vision, <laughs> you would go there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry. So here's what you have to do: go to www.openlinesradio.com. On the right side of the screen, down at the bottom, there's a Podbean link. There's a, uh, a Ringer link. Click those buttons, get set up, and then send us a DM letting us know that your podcast is up. Because, god damn it, I want to listen to something new and authentic. For real. Anyway, the new woo. Enjoy.
by chasing after money and dreams that can't come true. I'm glad that we are different. We've better things to do. May others plan the future. I'm busy loving you. I'm with you. We'll take it nice and easy and use my simple plan. You'll be my loving woman. I'll be your loving man. We'll take the most from living. Have pleasure while we can. Back in the uh, Open Lines Radio Studios. It's good to be here with you. It's nice to be here with you. What, uh, what's been going on recently? It's been a couple weeks since we've talked. Yeah. At least in this platform. I felt like I kind of turned a corner today. I'm feeling much better than I have in the last few weeks. I have less anxiety. It's just starting to feel... A little bit better. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, and I think um, we often talk about the traffic in the background, but clearly the world is feeling less anxious today, and they are out. <laughs> yeah, clearly. The world has, has is coming out from under its rock. Yes. Do you think it's too soon? Yes, I do. But I'm trying to not have anxiety about it. And... I feel for the people who are definitely stir-crazy with the cabin fever, because, jeez, I've been working, so it hasn't really been so boring for me, I guess, but, um, so I get it. I get why people want to get back, I, but I also do think it's too soon. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, part, part of it is I'm just kind of um, selfish, and I've been enjoying 
the lack of traffic <laughs> yeah. and the lack of people around. True. The the, the social distancing has been a, it's been a positive thing for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't a, think that that's going anywhere though. No, well, I don't know. People don't. I mean, there are people who observe it when you're out in the world, but um, a lot of people don't. A lot of people they just they just go about their day as if nothing's changed and. Here's kind of what I what I think about it is I, I know there are people out there that are, are talking about like constitutional um, rights being infringed upon and uh, people who are um, you know there's there's people there's a big Huntington Beach movement where the people want to go out but and then and then I even I've even heard of people who are like outright defying to wear a mask when they go into some place and it's just like let's, that's fine I get that you can you can believe that but just have some um, common courtesy for the people around you and just put a mask on and let people feel comfortable. It certainly is strange. This line in the sand that's kind of been drawn between doing what we want to do and exercising those rights, but also recognizing that uh, doing things the way we as an individual want to do things uh, directly jeopardizes other people's health. That's it's an interesting or even their perceived health, like or, you know right. what I mean. Even like, their just, just their anxiety their, their, their level, general well-being. Mm-hmm. Sure, even if it wasn't transmissible through these water droplets, like you know, yeah. we have to cooperate with each other. What uh, what have you been noticing? Is is uh, kind of the general? We we both spend quite a lot of time on on uh, Instagram. What what are you seeing? What's the, the overall tone? Are things, but you know everything's overall tone. I mean, my tried and true friends have stayed my tried and true friends, and we mostly just banter about gardening. We're not really too much into politics, but I've had a few people that have flashed uh, colors that I didn't know they were capable of in both good ways and bad ways, like uh, po- politics wise and just their personal stance on things. And some of them really rubbed me the wrong way and others have completely floored me with their philosophies. And it's been a mixed bag. I have uh, been really, when I, when I'm, I'm scrolling through kind of often ethereal la la land. And then I hit a political post, you know, someone will post something about Trump, whether good or bad. And it just feels like I hit it, and I'm like, bump, bump, like a speed bump. And yeah. it's like, and it's like, mute. You know, I just don't want, I think mean, there's enough of that in my world. Like, I didn't, I don't, this is my escape. Yeah. yeah. I don't come here to learn about your opinion <laughs> <laughs> on politics. But that kind of, that's. I get it. That's a that's different crowd. What, that's a different crowd. But like, I mean, I don't, I don't. Everybody uses their platform for back. different things. I mean, I don't, I don't say, hey, shut up. I just mute it and move on well coming from somebody who used to host a show called the friday filibuster yeah it's it, interesting it happened that you quickly would... it happened quickly well I, I, you know, it is as i've lost hope <laughs> i've completely lost hope and so it's better to just live in ignorance um than to watch it all go down i know exactly what's going to happen do you it's not good yeah and i don't want to watch it <laughs> it's not a program i want to watch what do you want to watch what do you want to see happening oh I want to see, uh, um, well, I don't know, you know, it's, you get labeled socialist, but you know, like what's utopia? Do you, what do you think? Utopia, do you think utopia is achievable? 
entirely. Doesn't everybody have their own? Wouldn't everybody yeah. have their own version of what sure. utopia is? Sure. But could we get as close as we could to please as many people as possible? A lot better than this. Yeah, yeah, we could do a lot better than this. Where uh, it doesn't matter whether it's an economic or health disaster, the rich get richer. Uh, the one percent becomes the point nine zero percent, and it's just like the poor just get poorer and poorer, and there's even less hope. It's just it's so bad right now for people, and they don't know what they're gonna do, and they're looking at the government like uh, help us. Yeah, but, but the government's never been there to help. But. In America, the government should be for the people, yet it's not. It's just not. The, it, the people aren't being heard, and they're not being responded to, and it shows. Which begs the question, have the people ever been heard? Hmm. Makes you wonder. Do we, we, we now have all these different multiple views into things where we're able to kind of decode a little bit more, where in the past it used to just be not even a radio. Back before even radio days, people were getting their... Their, their news from, like, a weekly newspaper, right. you know? that Right. We went from just a few sources of information that we deemed were mostly reliable to a huge infinite, swath of infinite, infinite perspectives, uh, none, of, none of which are reliable. <laughs> <laughs> They're as reliable as your own and as faulty as your own. So it's it's... Definitely shifted uh, the view, the worldview, I guess. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, a big worldview shift. But I don't know. What what, what is, is is anything going to change about it? I, I mean, think some things already have. And I think uh, maybe not for everyone. There's still, of course, people that are going to jump right back into the capitalist saddle and look at making gains on other people's misfortunes because it's really it was really just a lottery the people who got to keep their jobs and the people who got to work from home versus the people that got laid off versus the people whose small business shut down completely and you know what i saw i saw that um it was something like 90 in the 90 percentile of all um non-white small businesses black owned small businesses latino owned Small businesses, indigenous-owned small businesses, all were cut out of the the um, Paycheck Protection Act because, like, it, the the first the first line you had to cross in getting the loan was you had to be lent to by a big bank, and big banks don't lend to those demographics in the first place, so they didn't qualify. Yeah, that's some yeah, shit. Then they're man. gone. That's some shit. That's well, pretty much all of my favorite places well, in all my and, small well, businesses. Historically, those aren't the people that would vote for the current president. So, of course, those are the people who got cut out. Yeah, I wish there was more. I wish there was more we could do. Well, we've tried. We've tried to patronize our our local small businesses here, you know, just in town, and, and keep them going. But the only the only way anyway. it, can, it can happen is with kind of an undercurrency. With with by, and I, I think bypassing that's the too. government, there's been a because so like so, so many restaurants had to close, but they had like all kinds of extra food, and other people were able to get more toilet paper so they could swap. You know, there was a lot of bartering going on, and maybe maybe a lot more people see the value in that kind of currency now, 
and like seed swap on Instagram. I'm currently swapping calendula seeds and geranium cuttings and this and that. And it's kind of fun rather than this pay me through this third party site that takes a percentage. And yeah, but small businesses aren't going to be able to. We mean a small business. Sure. I just mean just the general. Just the general value of what's being added to our minds now that we've practiced it a couple of times, trading, bartering. Um, I think the model of the current model of business is what needs to change. The, the this this it, you know it's just. Would you go like looser restrictions though? Because then it almost becomes predatory for people who have the clout. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just just as far as like starting something, like like just be, just to be able to start a business, you have to pay the government so the hole. much money. Yeah, you start deep in the hole. And you shouldn't have to pay the government to start a business. Now, maybe when you are um, making money, when you're in in you the mean in like the black rich people, yeah, should pay taxes. Is that making, what you're saying? And you're making money, and you're relying on people using the roads to get to your store to buy the stuff, and you're relying right. on on, on these things that you might not necessarily use or partake in yourself, then pay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what I'm happened. saying. Yes. You can see how it happened when the rich CEO uh, makes the lower level tax paying employees pay for that infrastructure and the roads that they all drive on to go to his store to give them them money. The trucks all use those roads to bring in his jet. product. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's kept separate. Yeah. Because he's a job creator. And doesn't pay taxes. Right. Because those corporations are... So that's it's a fundamental they, flaw. They, they make go through the loopholes because they're creating jobs. And it worked for a while because it was growing and it was growing and it was growing and now it's plateaued. Right. And when the jobs aren't... When people aren't pay, getting paid enough from those jobs to live... Right. Well, like the fact that I, I go to work and I'm put in danger with all kinds of public and high, high COVID-19 areas of Southern California, but... Uh, my company wasn't uh, caring enough to lay me off where I would be getting unemployment and an additional $600. I would be making more to be unemployed instead of getting hazard pay for going to a job that endangers me every day. Um, is that our dog? Yeah. Yappy. That's, that's Lou. Um... Is she outside? Yeah. Barking at the biplane. It's like a crop duster or something. So, but but that also begs the question, like, should the government be paying unemployment for people who aren't working? Like, what is the government's actual role? Well, there has to be some kind of safety net for people who can't make enough money to save anything. I mean, there still has to be low-wage employees in cities where the rent is extremely high like san diego like somebody still has to work at san diego grocery stores and somehow they have to figure out how to pay san diego rent you know yeah so i mean there there has to be some a certain social safety net built into this and we're seeing the flaws in it and i hope that we take this opportunity to say now that we can see really see tangible evidence of so many of these problems let's Let's change it before something like this happens again. Right. One would like to think because there's plenty of free time now to spend on planning these things and updating these systems and structures. But 
can you get it through the disgustingly tight legislative process that's rigged against the average average Joe, if you will. Right. So it's hard to have faith in, in anything. What uh what do you think about I lost my train of thought with that dog barking and that biplane. Sorry. Um it's not your fault. Um we were talking about these, um, like, like just, just the, the okay, I, I remember what I was going to say. So I've been reading, I, I read something today, I think, that was talking about all these people who have been out of work. And suddenly, like, it's been this, quarantine's been this weird thing. And now all these people, the people who have been home collecting their unemployment... They're gonna lift. All, they're gonna start lifting the bands, and they're the quarantine's gonna. It happens starting un, today. Unlift. Yeah, they're, they're gonna lift off, and there all these people suddenly, like where they were, kind of, everyone who has been on edge have they've reached, they've gone through the edgy period, and it's now normal. Right. And this life without work is normal, and now all of a sudden it's gonna be like back to work. And I feel like they aren't gonna take the shit anymore because they've been jolted out of their regular routine enough. They've also been getting money, and to process the bullshit of what. But what happens when that money gets cut? Right, and now they have to go back, and now it's like, well, guess what? We aren't going to do things the same way anymore. Oh yeah, well, neither are we. You know, so it's it's. Wow, we are a revolutionary moment for. I know, but I don't know. Like I said, I just don't have. Just kind of lost faith and hope in humanity. I know. Well, here's this this huge opportunity for change to actually occur and it's just not going to it's just been this six week hiccup that I, and it's going to become a, a t-shirt i survived the rona 2020 you know i don't know i, I think a second wave is going to be devastating i don't think anybody will be laughing or making t-shirts over it i really don't that's how i feel all right well, that's not that's not hopeful for the future <laughs> it's, either it's, <laughs> i know it, i know but where's it's, the rainbow Murder hornets? Yeah. No, the rainbow is that people are finding time and ways to communicate with other people that they cut off years ago. It's almost like a retrograde. Like they've been through their lists of current social contacts and they've processed enough traumas and all of a sudden they're coming back to this place because it does feel like we kind of rewound to something. And uh, I don't know, just there's connections that are happening. And some of them are going to be really, really strong and extremely powerful. Our daughter just texted me just as we were speaking just now. She's 25, graduating from college. I can't find a job at all. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) And she's the most brilliant, uh, bright, talented, incredible person and um she had a really really great job oh here's absolutely suited her and she was fantastic at here's actually the thread oh it's a thread should i get a master's degree and her other daughter said probably but i would try to find a job that will pay for it i can't find a job at all (laughs) (laughs) so that's what they're coming out of that's what they're coming into here's a here's a someone who was who put so much hard work into graduating and graduation's been canceled and there are no jobs to be found yeah and and yet she's main she says ha ha she still has maintained <laughs> that's, that's the youthful elastic mind she's 
she still remained totally positive, and it's it's just like our other kid in there with her prom canceled, her graduation ceremony canceled, senior trip canceled, her whole social life canceled, and she still remained in pretty good spirits, and thank God we have the internet, and she can still connect to people and, and play games and at least blow off some steam, because I tell you, if that would have happened to me, I would have been a very different character. It's funny, you know how... Uh... Like, the baby boomer generation always kind of looks down on the millennial generation because they don't go outdoors. I saw a meme just yesterday, and it was somebody saying, sure, glad I grew up during these times and not these times. And half of the screen was, like, some kids out on their bikes, and the other half was, like, three kids looking down at their phones. And I was like, they weren't left that world. to. It wasn't their fault. They, right. they, they, they wanted to go outside. We are the ones that kept them inside. Like, they, they didn't. It's not their fault they're not in a world that they can't ride bikes. And now look, now look, they, now they're thriving in a world that's shut down. Right. Outside's been shut right. down. Right, and they're and fine. <laughs> they're fine. all homebody. They've been quarantining for a decade already. <laughs> they don't, and it's interesting, yeah, because I was right at that cusp, and I just grew up in, like, um, just, you know, suburban Utah, but my mother was always terrified that we were going to be kidnapped. Yeah. That was a big thing. Because, and it was just, it was basically old white guys were just kidnapping kids back then because no one suspected them of shit. But now nobody's getting kidnapped, but it's what's been ingrained into our brains is someone's going to kidnap There's you. There's kidnappers. So like, I, our I still, kids are never... I'm still like, uh-uh, yeah. you ain't going anywhere by yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. Still. And it's, it's, it's so, so subconscious. Yeah. It's deeply embedded. So it's not like, uh, it's, it's the... It's the boomers. The boomers were the kidnappers, and the boomers were the anxious parents. Both. Yeah, both. It's, they're to blame for kids staring at their screen <laughs> and playing games. Yeah. But what's wrong with problem solving in a group and using your mental mind when the outside is unhealthy air and danger? And it's hot. It's very it's hot. hot. <laughs> it's already very, very hot. Right. All right. New Woo. Okay. Let's talk some new Woo. I heard some old Woo. Do you want to hear it? Okay. This is a weird yeah. little story yeah. that I didn't know that I just learned. But apparently um, David Bowie did a lot of drugs with uh, Jimmy Page in the yeah. early days. And um, Jimmy Page was obsessed with Aleister Crowley and like lived in his house for a while and so Bowie asked him, like, to show him some magic. And Jimmy Page just shut up and just stared at him for, like, an hour. And Bowie was getting, like, freaked out. And he's like, you know what, why didn't you just leave? And so Jimmy Page just smirks and points to the open window and just smirks for, like, another half hour. And it's, like, driving David Bowie crazy. And, like, they never spoke after that. And he lived in constant fear and total avoidance of Jimmy Page. <laughs> Jimmy Page says he was just trying to teach him magic telepathically, and he meant no harm. I see. Bowie swears he summoned a demon on him. <laughs> Through the window. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And he lived the rest of his life avoiding Jimmy Page. That's crazy. Yeah. I haven't heard that. That's some old woo. Huh. That is. Some, that is some old woo. It's also some new woo, because was it really woo at all? It was some juju. It was something. I want to talk about this thing that's happening where um, the algorithms and 
uh, I know everybody talk, talks and is all amazed when like they're completely can't even understand how their phone's listening to them. But everybody now acknowledges that their phone's listening to them. And when you're and, and you get the ads in your face for the things that you're talking about. Yeah, it's crazy. But what I've been noticing lately is it's not just your our phone. It's just it's life. It's the universe. It's the things that you're talking about and the things that you're thinking about manifest around you. And it's like say. You uh, buy a new car, and then suddenly everywhere you look, people are driving that same car. Right. Where you never noticed that kind of car before. Hmm. So what do you what do you attribute that to? Are we just crossing a threshold where for years we were like speak it into existence, and now we are, and we're like whoa, not like that. Yeah, yeah, but also. But didn't we speak it into existence? But also, it's not what's coming into existence isn't necessarily. Uh, what you spoke into existence. It's uh, an opportunity to buy sell into <laughs> the thing <laughs> that you spoke into existence. And now then you have to make the decision, like, do you fall, fall for but that advertising? But we also speak into existence the mechanism in which the phone can sell us something that speaks to our... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we? Yeah. I was looking at some... T- I, I was looking at some t-shirts online... Oh, I'm sorry. And every other post on Instagram now is about t-shirts selling Right, t-shirts. I accidentally clicked on um, an ad for a, a specialty pillow that I thought was interesting. It's this cube pillow that's supposed to square your spine um, and make up for the deficit for the crook in your neck by giving you a 90 degree angle to sleep with. And now that's every ad is, um, try the rotisserie pillow, try the, <laughs> it's been everything. Yeah. All these weird, different shaped pillows are now suddenly catering to me. Yeah. But so. I actually just want to buy the original cube-shaped pillow. I think that might align my spine, but a $60 pillow in this economy? But here's the thing. So while I've been getting all these signs of shirts, um, and I've even ordered some, they don't show up. They don't. Sh- the shirts don't show up in the mail. I go to the store. I can't find a shirt. Like right. I'm like dying for shirts. Right. I need some shirts. I totally feel for that Instagram scam for the greenhouse. It's never showing up. I paid rush shipping. It's never coming. Yeah, it's just and so and so that it's like so that's and that's kind of what life come deals at you too. You like have this idea and then it comes and you like start into it and it's like, eh, well, <laughs> this isn't I mean, what I thought it would be. Here you have unprecedented calls to action to order things online and just stay at home and have them delivered to your home. Everyone's pushing it. Oh, we'll, we'll bring it to you. No big deal. And so everybody orders and now nothing's coming. Yeah. It's crazy. I, and, I hate oh, the I idea. used to say like, this Amazon thing is whack. Yeah, like I, I order something and it shows up the next day. The same day same sometimes. Same day sometimes. And it's like, where, where does this come from? Is this Black magic. Now, what is now shit but shows now, up after now, you've forgotten about it. Yeah, now it's like, good luck seeing that in this lifetime. You've already, you've already written it off as mm-hmm. a bad debt. And then it shows up like a surprise, <laughs> I guess. It's a, it's a new kind of Christmas morning. What came, What random shit from four years ago showed up today? It's finally catching up to the backlog. Yeah, it's weird. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? It's, I think there's going to be equal parts good and bad for a while. But... So, so how can we harness this? How can we harness the unit, the the universal algorithm that is sending 
shit our way that we are uh, thinking about or talking about or putting our energy into and 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 harness that for good is there a way is it, would it have to be a collective thing to well we are the algorithm so it's it depends on the parameters of your mind and, and how deep and wide your consciousness is willing to go you can accept your individual point of view now can you have enough empathy to accept all points of view from the group now knowing both your individual needs and the needs of the individuals in the group can you weigh your own wants against theirs and come up with something fair? Or will it always be slated to your advantage or to your traumatic experiences and trying to uh, oppose them somehow? You know, I mean, it, like humanity is so complex. So I'd like to think that there's some kind of silver bullet of consciousness that would like make everybody go, yes, this is clearly the best thing. But that rarely exists in the human condition. Yeah. Because we're all like a thumbprint. And at the same time, we're all clones. It's... We're living on this one planet. Uh, we have the same physical... Well, not all of us. Uh, that's not a fair statement either. I mean, it's... We're so... Unique. And not, not the same. But our need, yeah. But the the mechanisms of keeping us alive are fairly similar. You know, it's 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 deep. I'd like to think there's a way, but man, it would have to be a spiritually felt thing. Yeah, how do you get something, everybody on that same something page? Something from another dimension that that zips straight through your soul and teaches you enough. To know the way. And then you would also have to recognize it and accept it. Rather than harness it and use it for your own yeah, individuality. Yeah. Which is very difficult because we're Americans. and That's our whole... We're born in the race. The gun fires and you go. And it's a marathon to get to the end. And maybe if you get a 401k, it's like a little cup of Gatorade water at the three-fourth mark. But most of us, by the time we get there, oh, sorry, we're all out. Keep running. Or, or, or if you <laughs> I do, mean, that's the way it's been. If you do get to the end, they pour the whole prize out on top of you. If you're right. a winning coach, all yeah, the whole they, the whole thing of Gatorade comes it on out. Your head. Like I really like... needed it inside <laughs> me right now, especially now the potassium. Really needed that <laughs> potassium uh, rather than Vitamin wearing D. it. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you get that windfall, you hardly know what to do with it anyway because you're so parched and hot and gone yeah the excess in the wrong place <laughs> i feel better just talking about it yeah do you yeah yeah and and it's just i don't i don't know just um the, just the human experience is this weird thing and did you ever okay we've messed around we've both worked as telephone psychics and tarot readers and i'd like to think i i'm a consciousness traveler I always thought about, like, what, what kind of thing could change this system? Because it just felt like that, you know, a steam engine just going full on. Like, how do you stop a fucking freight train like American capitalism? And I used to just rack my brain. Like, how, how do you slow it? How do you stop it? Well, this thing fucking... 
air brake screech to just boom dead stop pretty damn quick. Yeah. So it's interesting. I Except did, the rich I, are still never... making money. The rich were, were the richest businesses were deemed essential, and their employees sure. were deemed essential. I'm just I'm just talking about the status. Like, what would it take to alter the status quo? Because, yes, it's definitely hurting the workers and the the less fortunate people um, and the inner city people, um, people with problems and all that. Sure, it's affecting them the most, but they're the ones that will change the world anyway. They really are. You're never going to get rich people to turn against themselves. No, but it's it's going to be generations from now before you see it. Like it's not going to be an. Everyone says Rome fell in a day, but that's just not true. It took it, it took three hundred years for Rome to fall. <laughs> it was slowly dismantled. And it's going to take three hundred years for this to fall. And this is the first brick, and so like egos have to be removed from it. Like we're not going to see the fall of the U.S. We're not going to see the fall of capitalism, and it, and we're fucking lucky. I mean, because it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. But then that's when rebuilding can come right. afterwards. But I don't like to think of my children being the front lines in this, and my grandchildren being like. Post Dust Bowl. That's why you gotta raise fucking smart, conscious people. And I, I, I feel like I have. And then so that they can raise smart, conscious people because it, it's there's going to be a change. But the, but the, the, here's the thing: like when when it crumbles, wh- who rebuilds? Who's going to step up and rebuild? And so like right now, I'm hearing in the woo the woo movement is that the old woo movement where it's like. This is the dawning of a new age. An age of love and light is here, and we have the. And now this is happening. That we're we're finally waking up, and yes, true, but we're not talking about it in our lifetime. We're talking about it over several lifetimes. So we have to. And be, so there's more than we have to assist. Yes, you have to get. We have, we have to, to get our hands that fucking we're not dirty. Going to be the heroes of history. Yes, but we have to train the, the trainers work. of the trainers of we the have trainers. To put in the work. Yes. And lose our name and lose our ego and lose our place in the universe as we knew it before and become the quiet, silent foundation builders of the next world. Yes. And maybe, and maybe not woo. even maybe not even the foundation. That's the big woo. That's the kind of meaning I've always needed maybe, in my life. Maybe really. not even the foundation. Don't even think of yourself know, as the foundation. Like think of yourself as the form that they use to form. build the foundation. They put the 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 wood, the wood on the side of the the, the, the wood brace by the and then they pour the concrete. And when the concrete is dry, they pull the forms, and the concrete is all that's left. Like, like right now, we're like in the such beginning phase. We're not even to the forms yet. Right. We're just fucking leveling the ground. Yeah, and then we'll disappear like we were never there. But we will be there. But we will be there. But when you're afforded that, when when you can accept that uh, that real ego death and letting go of that, um, I think it opens your soul to a regeneration and a reincarnation beyond your wildest dreams. Because I do think we come again, but only when we've learned certain lessons. Well, and, and I don't know that we come again. Well, sure, but I'm, our, that's energy, why, right, our energy right. remains. Which is why humanity is so complex. Our it's energy because remains we store with, yes, yes. these things. And yes. we're also born with like other people's intangible traumas imprinted yes. Yes. into our cellular. Like How to untangle that knot um, is the whole reason it was never untangled. The knot is life. Yeah. 
interwoven. Just an, you're just another loop and fold around and tighten. <laughs> and thank goodness you are. <laughs> it makes the, because makes at least the bundle it's something. A, the knot a little bigger. Right? At least be a blip in the static. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I feel better. I feel better just talking about it. Good. Good. Um, what would you say? I know in the last new movie I said, fuck your legacy, white man. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm asking you... Um, as a person, uh, as a person who's close to me, what words of wisdom would you have for the coming generations if you could just sum it up in a brief phrase? Renewable energy. Simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. I believe that was the row. Simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. Maybe not. I'm probably way off me. It might have been some Greek no, philosopher. I like it. Um, or maybe it was, uh, Edward Abbey. Oh, that would be great if it was um, Edward Abbey. But, but I know last week you said fuck legacy. It was, well, it was a couple was, weeks ago. I, I know. Just, I was I know, but... kind of a battle just on the, the uh, gentrification of the word. Right, right. And But I think you can bring legacy into what we were just talking about, of what, where you have to lose your ego. And your, your legacy is, our legacy is going to live on in what good comes forth. It doesn't matter if your name's attached to it. The, the, the legacy lives on in the future generations. Just in, in their good works. You know, your yeah. good works lead to other good works. And, 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 and then, so what you're saying is, fuck this name legacy. Fuck this thing. where right. you, you, The only reason you have the benefits and privileges you have is because you were born with name. a name. Yeah. And it's not fair. And that's true. It's, it that's, slates certain groups against other groups for no reason because they're not the they're not the legacy they're not their dad no they're no someone else entirely and that so in my idea of legacy and, and so when, when i say i want to live forever in my legacy it isn't that my name will live on and that my family will prosper because of my name but just that the work that i do in this lifetime will continue on after I, like I no that. longer exist. I like and that's that. the legacy we should be working toward. Right. A real legacy, not a name legacy. A, a, a tangible, palpable gift with no tag. Yes. Exactly. I like it. Exactly. Uh, I think we've come to the part of the uh, podcast where we talk about new wools. The new wools. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new wool. All right. New wool. You are only allowed to um, attach a label to yourself for a moment. How long is a moment? Because you always give me shit about changing my Instagram handle. But I figure it makes me feel better. It's It, uh, it grows my creativity and it's a practice of non-attachment. Yes. And, and people will say, and, I thought I lost you. You used to be my, in the number one spot on my stories, and then you disappeared, and I fell out of their algorithm, and then they rediscover me. I like that. Well, I'm t and I'm also talking about uh, the labels we attribute to ourselves. For instance, uh, I am a Reiki master. I am a tarot reader. I am a yoga instructor. And that's fine. You are that you're thing. You're spoiled, and we're spoiled, and we live in a hotbed of metaphysical... Uh, magic is being commonplace. Imagine being from buttfuck Kentucky and 
seeing a Reiki master's Instagram profile for the first time. You've never, no one in your life has ever talked about it. It's never been touched upon. You had no idea that these human capabilities could have existed. And you fall upon this and you think, what the fuck is Reiki? And you look it up and it's the power of transmission through of energy through human hands. Would you not be That's not what I'm saying. floored? No. Would you not be interested? Put, put the label in your bio. Sell yourself. Be your business. Be 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 the, the legacy that moves people to better themselves. But I'm talking about as a person, you as a person, standing there as a person. To look, That's great. You become a Reiki master. Now what? And always be changing. Always be going for more. And then, you know, you of course you have that. We, we have our things we're proud of. We have our things that of we've course. achieved. And we have those. You like your titles? Yes. And I, we exactly. All like our exactly. Titles. Exactly. But, we've earned them. But am I my title? No, that's a marketing tool. Well, yes. And it's been driven into most of our brains that we have to have that title in order to succeed. I'm also all things. Right. Important thing to remember. So, any given second, I can be anything. I like it hot in here yeah very hot do you have a new rule or have you not had a chance to think um, about my it my new rule is the last words i want to say and then i want you to close out this podcast let's hear it sounds pretty important ride loose in the saddle
not a soldier. I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier.